0: Hello, welcome to Women of Substance. I have some of my favorite people on the earth with me today here. <laughs> my wonderful husband, David Horton, of course.
1: I'm not and... a woman.
0: <laughs> and, our, and our dear friend, Ruby. I'm telling you, she is yes. such a blessing. And David and I wanted to interview her. And you're going to be so blessed by the things that she uh, has experienced in yes. the ministry that she's been involved with for years yes. and and uh, been a part of so many people's lives that have just uh, adored her. And Ruby sings
1: beautifully as she well. She does and <laughs> plays the guitar. Yes. In fact, Ruby has a guitar that the Gibson um, Guitar Company yes. wanted to buy from her for their museum and oh. she won't give it up so <laughs> good for you <laughs> so i mean she's got a really nice instrument is yeah. what i'm trying to
0: sure
2: it's convey 100 years old oh. yeah. yeah that's so nice. isn't that cool yes it is cool. and
0: did you buy it or was
2: it a gift no yeah. It used to belong to the Delmore Brothers, which <laughs> a lot of people out there probably don't remember <laughs> Tell us about them. They were out in Texas, and back when we used to have the, the country music yes. on the Texas stations all the time, oh. they were very famous Delmore Brothers, and it oh. used to belong to them. Oh, how exciting.
0: Yeah. That's wonderful. That's well, she cool. she is very talented. Ruby even just sang a couple of solos in our Christmas program at the church. And it's just such a beautiful voice. And we love him so much. Thank and you. you've got some interesting earrings on with picks there. like A yeah. guitar pick.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that too. But Ruby, tell us a little bit about your
2: childhood. Well, I grew up in uh, Leach, Oklahoma, which is like sixty miles from Tulsa. Yes, and uh, had a wonderful life. My mother and dad took us to church all the time and but when I was thirteen, I was walking to school, and I got to where I'd have to sit down. By the road and just pray to get home. Mm. And I would be very afraid because it was quite a ways. It was three miles to school. Wow. wow. And so I would pray to get home. And I didn't go much after that because we moved to Tulsa. Yeah. And my mom was always a great big fan of Oral Roberts Ministries. <laughs> and we got the magazines and I was reading there about all the testimonies yeah. and healing, and I had gotten so bad that Dad would have to carry me if I walked outside. Wow! And you were diagnosed with—they said it was rheumatic fever. Rheumatic fever. Uh-huh. Didn't much for it back then, right? So I wrote to Brother Roberts and asked for prayer. Yeah. And they sent me an anointed cloth. Yes. Which to Amen. me to me is just the most wonderful thing. Yes. And, and it says that in the Bible. It does. And so I I just I didn't tell anybody I got it. I don't know why. I was just so inspired by the letter and everything. Yeah. And I I took the little cloth outside where I could be by myself. And I just laid it on my heart. Yeah. And I just prayed this simple prayer, like, Lord, would you heal me so that I can walk and sing and do things that other people can do? Yeah. And he healed me right then.
0: Praise God. It was
2: immediate.
0: Yeah.
2: And I just got up from where I was and started running all over the yard. Isn't that something? And the yard. Was uh, on top of the 71st in Yale, which <laughs> you know where that is? Yes, yeah, we know St. Where that Francis is. Hospital.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> Started a healing thing okay. there.
2: <laughs> but anyway, you know, my mother scared her really bad. And so she said, Oh, honey, don't do that. And I said, I can now, mama, because
0: wow.
1: God
2: healed me. She said, Oh, praise the Lord. You run all you want to.
1: Amen. <laughs> that's a beautiful testimony.
2: Isn't it great to have Christian parents? Yes. That, oh.
0: And you told me that they would take you uh, to church on a, on a horse and buggy, right? A way, wagon.
2: Way back when I was younger, that's our transportation was a, <laughs> was a wagon. When Daddy was fancy, he had a rubber-tired wagon. Oh, yeah. So it didn't make all that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> rack, rack it. So
2: but that's the way we went to church, and you could sleep on the way home and look at the stars. Oh,
0: how neat. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. It was an old country church, she yes, said. Yes, it was. That's so very cool. Very much a country church. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then you got healed again later of, with asthma. You had
2: asthma. Yes. When I was about 18, I think, or, Asthma started trying to take my life, and uh, we had started attending Dan Beller's church there in Tulsa. Yes, and uh, wonderful evangelistic
1: temple and uh, Pentecostal holiness.
2: Yes, and uh, I was just sitting in church that night, just about to smother to death. I just was wishing I'd stayed home, and he was preaching on the healing scriptures. And when he got to some way he was explaining the, the word, it just came alive in me. Mm. And instantly I could breathe. Mm. And so I gave my testimony later at church.
1: Praise God.
2: But he said, somebody right back there in the audience was just healed. And that was you. Was <laughs> and you said it never you never, never had a problem ever again. No, with never. It's been a long. Time. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. I love that. Fantastic. just a yes. miracle. Well, it's been 77 years since he had the rheumatic fever.
0: Isn't that something? Wow.
2: He's a good guy. He is a good yes. guy. Yes. <laughs> oh. And then, uh,
0: and it, interestingly enough, you went to work for Oral Roberts and tell him about what you got to do with prayer clause then, the anointed clause. That's,
2: oh, that was the most wonderful thing I could ever think of happening to me was to, to get to go to work there yes. and be a, a letter analyst because I could send prayer clause. Yeah. I could send them to everybody, yeah. which, which I overdid it. I did because I knew what
0: they could do. Yeah. You had experience that yes. power.
2: So even if they hadn't asked for one, I would send it. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked there for seven years. I did the letter analyst for quite a while, and then they put me in support services and, uh, then yeah, we would go over to the maybe, maybe, to the broadcast. Yes. And answer the phones. I got to pray with the people. Praise God. That called in. That was awesome.
1: That's wonderful. People, yeah. Yes. That's awesome. I know that you have told us little stories about Oral Roberts coming in where you all were working yes. or in the hall and uh things that he would pray or say. Yes. But tell us a little about, about that.
2: He would walk down the hall and just just wave his hand yeah. and pray over us you could just feel the anointing of the yeah. Holy Spirit
0: Yeah, Praise you God. know
2: I, I love that ministry so much that I didn't think I could make it if we didn't have it all Robert, uh, well
1: it sure affected my family as yes. well you know, I have generations of tent goers that. Yes. 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 That got healed in, in, oh. in his tent meeting. Yeah. And yes. my mother was healed. Uh, my mother had terminal cancer and at age 22. Isn't that something just to be heat up with melanoma? Yes. And uh, mm. she put her hand on the radio as a point of contact yes. in her 54 Buick special. And <laughs> and he prayed on the radio, and point of contact, yes. put your hand and agree. And she did. And long story short, she was healed. And she's now... 93. <laughs> Almost 94.
2: Praise. So they told her
1: she would be dead in six weeks. So how about that? Yeah, I know, there's,
2: about I know. there's people out there that have been told things like that.
1: Today. Sure. Yeah.
2: But you know God can heal them today oh, too.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna have you pray in a little bit. Yes. Um David, tell also the audience about your grandmother um going to the tent. Yeah.
1: Well, this was my great grandmother, oh, and uh, she, you know, from, my family was from South Georgia, and so Oral was—he uh, had his tent up in Jacksonville, Florida, in uh, 1960. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, my my great grandmother, she was still working. This was, you know, year, many years ago, obviously, right? And uh, she's still working in the uh, cotton mill in uh, in Fitzgerald, Georgia, where she was from, and she had developed a goiter that was quite large. And in those days, I don't know if they had so many procedures or drugs to fix that or whatever, but it was a, a thyroid deficiency, I think causes that. And so it was, you know, they're just, you don't see those anymore, but years ago people would have them. Yeah. And it was quite serious. It could become quite serious yeah. an issue. And so um she, Said I'm going to go to that Oral Roberts tent meeting, and I'm going to um, receive my healing. I'm going to get my healing for my disorder. Well, my mother was the one that told me the story that she, uh, she. I was in that tent meeting. I was sitting there. I don't remember the incident when I was a little boy. I was three years old in 1960. <laughs> but I'm sitting there in the tent with my mother, my grandmother. You know, my our fa- our families. My dad was on some. Ministerial committee, and he's running around, whatever. But anyway, they were sitting there, uh, kind of a little far back in the tent. The tent was huge, by the way. It would seat uh, at one time At one time, Oral's the largest addition he had of his tent was twenty-two thousand seats. Um, I mean, you just can't even imagine um, that. But because um, now, if somebody has a tent that seats two thousand, it seems huge. Well, sure. But it was like that was the prayer tent. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, my my great grandmother, um, they had healing line cards because you they had to control the crowd, otherwise you yeah. would just you know, Brother Roberts couldn't pray for that many people. Yeah. So uh, if you were if the tent meeting was ten days, they'd pray for so many, maybe a couple of thousand a night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, this was the afternoon meeting. I think Bob Deweese uh, conducted that one. And, um, so, um, they're, they're, my brother Roberts is praying for the sick and, and, uh, they're calling out the number stuff. You have this number, because if you go up there without the right number, they'll sit you down. Yeah. So, um, she's got the number and, uh, on the card and she's watching the rate of the speed. And she said, I've got to get back to work tomorrow. So I have to catch the train. I get the last train out of Jacksonville to probably to Tifton or Faldosta or wherever. And I got to, I'm not going to make it waiting for this car. In fact, it might not even be that day. It might be the next day. So she said, well, I came for, you know, to be prayed for by Brother Roberts. But Granny Hall said, (laughs) "Uh, Brother Roberts is not the healer, Jesus is. And he's here by the Holy Spirit in this place. And while he's praying for others, I'll just reach out and take my healing. And she did. My mother said that she kind of just put her hand, as she prayed, she kind of put her hand here and kind of just wiped this down. And when her hand was removed, the goiter was gone instantly, the whole thing. And Granny Hall said, well, got what I came for. I got to go to the train. She got her taxi and went to the train station. So, Yeah, very practical. Pentecostals then were... They didn't make this big fuss over healing. It was just you just accepted by yes. faith right. and you got it and you went on, you know. Sure. Very simple. Yeah. Explanation, you know. It's it's like the, like
0: the way God. it should be. Yes.
1: Not nineteen <laughs> steps to you know yeah, exactly. receiving or some nonsense. Right.
2: <laughs> People like
1: make it hard.
2: was not Brother Hagin that said the word says that I believe it and that tettlement. Yeah, Brother Hagen said
1: that. <laughs> That's
0: exactly
2: right. <laughs>
1: How has uh, how do you feel that Brother Hagin's ministry has has impacted your life?
2: Oh my goodness. It's wonderful. <laughs> you know, I just I just can't get over the fact that I got to be in the world when those two ministers started and yeah. Yeah. all the stuff they did yeah. and Brother Hagin made the word so clear. Yes. Yeah. And all of this, all of this. Churches that he started in the schools, yeah, and the, or are you still going really big? Yes, yes. We're just just like you, you know, you guys were there,
1: <laughs> yeah, and in the best time, I think, in the yes. best times, yeah, with healing school and
2: sure, all these people we hear about that have famous ministries, yeah. They were there.
1: They were yeah. Young. Oh, I
2: yeah. <laughs> was still, you
0: guys are still
1: young. You're That's still it. young too. <laughs>
0: that was a glorious time, wasn't it? And yes. it was neat. Uh, one of my experiences, uh, the first time I ever met Oral Roberts, um, Brother Hagan asked his granddaughter, Candy, and myself, we were roommates, Candy and I, and he asked us if we could go to Oral Roberts for a basketball game and uh, the Hagens were going, Mom and Dad Hagans. The baby center. Coral yeah. and, and Evelyn were going to be sitting by us. And I was so excited. I thought, oh, my gosh, I get to sit with the Roberts, you know. And Candy was excited, but um, she had met, met them before. But I was just, you know, so thrilled. And I remember... Just looking at him, you know, and yes. staring at him. I probably thought, what is wrong with her? <laughs> and I thought, this is such a like great. A rock <laughs> like a rock star. Like a rock star is such a great man of God. And at some point in the game, Kenny Rogers came over to talk to old Roberts. Yeah. He was at the game. And of course, Candy got all excited about Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Yeah. I thought, I'm not, I don't care to think about Kenny Rogers. I wanted to see old Roberts. <laughs> But it was such an exciting evening, you know. And you told the story uh, to us about getting on the elevator with Laura yes. Roberts. <laughs> you should tell that.
2: Uh, it's funny. He loved, he loved to eat peanuts. You know, <laughs> I guess he didn't have time for lunch, maybe. <laughs> but I was going upstairs at the office to take some papers one day, and the an elevator opened, and he was there, and uh, he had his mouth full. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so instead of saying, being able to say hi or do anything, he just reached around like this, mm-hmm. and, and we got off the elevator. But all day long, I felt the anointing of the Holy <laughs> Spirit.
1: Sure. He through his yes.
2: hands. Yeah. And, uh, and I just, that's amazing, you know, how yeah. God can call a person. Yeah, to have all that anointing on their life,
0: isn't it? Isn't it true? And
2: there's so many people that's healed because of him, mm-hmm. Brother Hagin and yeah. ministers like you. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And, oh yeah. and you're doing what he taught,
0: and, you know, <laughs> as best we can. Yes. We're full speed ahead, right, David? Yes. <laughs> well,
1: you know, uh, Scarlet, I the name of this podcast is Women of Substance. Yes. Ruby Ann yeah. is definitely a woman of substance. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, an anchoring <laughs> faith kind of person. Yes. And I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when you're sitting there and we're preaching, uh, Scarlett feels this, I'm sure, and, yes. and I know I do, uh, and you're sitting there and you just make a draw and a demand on the word that really helps me to preach better. Yeah. So. Uh if you know, every blue moon there's maybe been a Sunday where you were out or whatever, not not very often. She's very patient. <laughs> but especially during the time of uh you know, caring for Frank and all, you know, every now and then y'all might miss or something. And it would you would feel like this huge hole in the yeah, in the true. service, yeah, like Where's Ruby? I know, it's really <laughs>
2: It Probably
1: because nice. I listen to everything so <laughs> <generally>. <laughs> And you know, uh, Ruby's husband Frank. I'm going to say something about him. He was the coolest guy ever. <laughs> he was Italian and had that uh, Italian swagger and uh, attitude. And even though it was tempered by the Holy Spirit, but it was still very much there. And uh, you know, for a man to be in his 90s, mm-hmm. and he had some health issues, and along the way. But he would never fall asleep in the service. You know, you would see some sometimes, uh, sometimes young people or middle aged people (laughs) fall asleep asleep in the service. Maybe because they're working three jobs or whatever. God bless. I always figure if there's enough peace to sleep, sleep on. You know. But on the other hand, you know, uh, sometimes uh, what we would call an elderly person uh, have you know a little bit of difficult time, you know, staying awake through a whole service. Frank would just be sitting there absorbing every word, (laughs) taking it all in. I really think that he was able to process the word, and and his background was uh, his upbringing was Catholic, and um, and I think that uh, you know he was very respectful towards that, and and even though he was born again and spirit filled and those things, Frank, um, you know he you know I've seen people leave maybe their foundational denomination or whatever and be so hateful and critical yeah. and angry uh, right. towards those people but frank didn't have that on him he was respectful he was um uh on, you know honored those that he felt he needed to honor sure. but at the same time was open to hear and if it was in the bible frank was was right there okay. you know and and i i said this at his uh memorial service you know i said Frank was the kind of guy that would never, uh, ever, you know, cause a problem in the church or, or stir up. And every now and then, you have somebody pass through that gets a little snippy. And uh, Frank was always, even if he he would tell me there was a time or two that he said, "I don't know if I see eye to eye with you on a certain idea or whatever." And um, but he said, um, "But I still respect you and I honor you." And so that. That's how you have to be in a church. If yes. you want to be a help is it doesn't mean you have to agree with every single thing the pastor does or says, but to to continue to show honor to that office. Sure. Yes. And it's kind of like being in the military. It's yes. like, uh, well, sir, respectfully, I disagree, but you tell me what to do and I'm there. You know? Right. That was Frank was such a support and help to me. Yeah. I, I don't know if he ever really knew that, <laughs> but, but Sometimes we say, we wait too late to say things to people, but, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, he was just, I just wanted you to know how much we love Frank. Frank. <laughs> he was a, a great guy. Yes. I know you miss him, but yes, the Holy he Spirit helps us through that. I've yes. been through that too, the loss of a spouse yes. and, and, uh, it's, it's not fun. It's it's difficult, no. you know, but then the Lord helps us. Doesn't That's he? right. <laughs> you know, I, he lets people pass do our lives Yes, for a
2: reason. And Right, that's and a they, good way to look at it. And they can't stay any longer. Yeah, even though we want them to. Sure. But
1: and yeah, they,
2: and they do great things for us while yes. they're here. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and we just have to understand that that's the way God uses people, and He's. Right, he's using us to pass through lives now, too. Yeah, that's right. And we have to
1: be grateful. You know, I know that when you know, when my uh, first wife, who passed away after 36 years of marriage, you know, I the the night that it was the next day, the night after she had gone, uh, I remember getting ready for bed, and and the Lord spoke something to me and said, "You can either be angry and bitter, or you can be grateful." For the years that you yes. have this person. Yeah. And I yes. said you know what. I choose gratitude. Yes. And I and I lifted my hands. And I praised the Lord. Yes. And I said I think this is healthy. Yes. And I praised the Lord. And I said thank you Lord. For letting me have a part. Of this person's life. For, right. for, for almost 40 years. Yes. And uh, I'm so grateful. And I'm not going to be all sourpuss. About it. right? <laughs> yeah. exactly. You know right. And, and then the Lord said. My yes. beautiful wife Scarlet. He
2: makes up the difference. Oh yes. He, a
1: mm-hmm. he,
2: he does. does. And yeah. it's so good and not evil, like the word <laughs> <That's> says. <right.
1: laughs>
0: Amen. Yeah. He does. Thank
1: so, God. you know, I'm I'm I mean you get over grief and you move on and you then have happy memories and things sure. know, about a person, but um um But then you realize okay, that was a chapter and that's closed and now I'm and I I figure if we're still here on the earth we have a purpose. Exactly. There's a reason for us being here. Paul said, For me, it's far better if I just go on. But he said it's better for you if I stay. Sure. And so I figure if we're in health and we're here, there's a reason for it.
0: Exactly. And you've got
1: stuff to do, Ruby.
0: And I, I like what Ruby has already started um, after uh, Frank passed. She's, she told me one day at church, she said, I just sing a lot and I praise the Lord a lot around the house and I listen to praise music. Yes. And then oh, before too long, she's opened her house up. Yes. For other people to come, is right. it once a month? You once do? a month, uh-huh. and you have people come over, and they all sing together yes. and praise the Lord, and you share yes. uh, testimonies and things like yes. that. So I think that's wonderful that you—it's really
2: blessed people. Well, you know, you—you you gotta have a purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the Lord has used that before, Frank, and I used to have the the home meetings. And uh, people love it. Yes. We have like maybe about nine to 15. That's wonderful. Yeah. And we've had people get healed there, too. Praise God. Praise God. So that's what we want.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Amen. Praise God. One more
1: quick Oral Roberts story. Oh, good. As a bonus mature.
0: Okay, good.
1: (laughs) Oral Roberts coined the phrase, expect a miracle every day. You know, vet Ellis wrote a song, expect yeah, a miracle yeah. every day. And um, on the floor of the Maybe Center, the basketball court, it says, expect a miracle. <laughs> and he was like, always expect a miracle. You know, and sometimes if people are, are expecting worst case scenario. They'll talk yes. that or I'm yeah. the worst Worst thing that can happen. Well, yes. yep. uh, somebody said to me one time, Why don't you just start saying the best thing that could happen <laughs> exactly. and focus on that? Right. You know? But a uh, world would say, Expect a miracle. And uh, to the extent that what was it you said Evelyn would say, the phone rang?
2: And- yes, if they had asked the Lord for anything, she would say, if The phone rings, knock on the yeah. door, whatever. She would always say, this could be my miracle. Oh, yes.
1: Expect it. That's
2: yes. wonderful. And they did. They expected it all the time. Amen. And uh, mm. I i miss them so.
1: <laughs> we all miss them. We miss our mentors. Don't you know, we, know. we love it's,
2: them. It's, it's, you know what? Richard Lynch is just. Really doing a lot of work, man. I'm really proud
0: of him. Yes. Oh, yes. praise yes. God.
1: That's you know, right. Okay. Carrying on the legacy yes. and the ministry of healing. Yeah. yeah. And that drum needs to be beat. It
0: does. Again, yes.
1: it's almost it all to the wayside.
0: Yes.
1: And uh, I, I know that there was a, and I won't mention his name because he became quite controversial, but there was a, a faith minister back in the 80s who really became very bold about prosperity, and of course, he took persecution for it. But uh, some preachers uh, might—you you might remember Willard Mason, you know—from uh, he was in the advertising agency that worked for Oral Roberts and, and everyone. And, um, Willard told me the story, mm-hmm. and he said that these. Preachers were really criticized. They criticized the Oral for saying God's a good God and wants to worship. Oh, yeah. And they said, he is wearing, the criticism was he's wearing $40 shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could find a shirt for $40. Yeah. Worth wearing now. <laughs> you know, $40 shirts, that was a big deal. But uh, this, this, um, this um, man, you know, was really early on, uh, Uh, The way Willard said said it, beating the drum for prosperity and Mm -hmm. taking a hit for it. And and he said these preachers came up and said, oh, this guy, he's so extreme and, you know, whatever. And Willard said, well, who else is beating that drum? You know, at that time, this guy was almost a lone voice. Yeah. And he's getting all the heat. He's the hood ornament on the the, the car. And he's getting all the bugs and the rocks and everything thrown at him because he's out front. Yeah. But, you know, if it's in the Bible, that drum's worth beating. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. what I think.
0: Yes, I agree. Yes. And we ought to leave people alone that are preaching the word, right?
2: Yes. We better
1: be careful. God will make you preach something that's controversial, <laughs> and then you'll get the bugs and the rocks yeah. and the, right. the sleet and the hail. You've got to
2: <laughs> take all the word.
1: Yes. Not just that's right.
0: Pieces. That's exactly right, Ruby. Yeah. We have a friend that, um, if he talks evil about somebody, he said the Lord has to send them an offering. $1,000. He says
1: it gets real expensive if I just let my mouth go. He says, so I had to reel it back in. People said, What do you think about this guy? He says, I'm not going to say it because it's going to cost me $1,000 if I speak against him.
0: be
2: careful. You be careful. You Ministry of criticism.
0: No, that's right. We don't want that ministry.
2: Some people have that.
0: The yeah. ministry,
1: criticism, the ministry of, of suspicion and yes. uh, gift of suspicion. Brother Hayden yes.
0: called it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh my God! Oh, I'm so glad that you shared with us today. And before we go, will you pray for people who might need healing that are listening? Yes. I'm okay. All right.
2: Father God, we just thank you.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
2: That you've been with us through this year and that you're going to take us through this new year. And Lord, there's hurting people out there today. And God wants you well. He really does. The enemy will tell you that it's all hopeless. But God wants you well. That's his will. So as we... As we ask him to heal you today, do like Brother Roberts always said, just make up your mind the word is true, and when we pray, it's done. Father, we thank you that we we lay hands on them. By proxy, Lord, today. Amen. That you would just heal them.
1: Yes. Amen.
2: From the top of their heads to the soles of their feet, Lord. Yes. And if they don't know you, that they would get saved because we're living in stormy times. Yes. And we got to be ready when you come back for us. And, Lord, we just thank you that we will hear about people being healed today. Yes. Because that's your will, that they'd be well and strong and have a purpose for you. Yes. Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus'
1: name. Amen.
2: Amen. Well, we sure have enjoyed this.
0: And well, I know you blessed you. a lot of people. And we're just yes, very thankful for your I love you heart. So well, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> In our yes. local church and all the other prayers. She prays for us all the time. Yes. And in all of our travels, Ruby always yes. tells me, I'm going to be praying for y'all. Yes. And when we get back, she said, I prayed for y'all. Yes. Um, and just a while ago, she was telling us that uh, when David was single after Cherie passed, um, Jerry Horton and Ruby were talking to each other and decided that David needed prayer for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a new, uh, a new wife, yeah. another wife. And not the wrong wife. So she's the one, she and Jerry prayed us together.
1: (laughs) Praise God, it works for me.
2: (laughs) Nothing nothing like a mother's prayer. (laughs) No. So I was, I love him, he's my son. Yes, yes. So we just prayed that day. It wasn't very long until he met you, we said,
0: Thank you. Lord.
1: <laughs>
0: God is good. It well, was
1: fast too. Was I fast. Tell you what.
0: Um, yeah, God needs to work on something.
1: Well, I've got a funny story to tell you about Scarlett. With that, since you brought that up, is <laughs> is that uh, when I started kind of moving in on her a little bit, <laughs> I been um, talking a little more, and I kind of you know let her know my intentions and. She said, that's all fine and good, but just so you know, up front, I am not interested in romance and marriage ever again. I'm done. <laughs> and I said, I understand that. She'd had a couple of hard times, you yeah. know, with men and, and husbands. And I said, well, okay. I said, that's fine. I said I understand, and then, in, but in my mind, I'm thinking that's what you think, sweetheart. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't met my wily ways. <laughs> I had a couple of moves left. <laughs>
2: yeah. You
1: know, So praise God, you know. Yeah, so
0: don't give up if you're single and want to get married. (laughs) Yeah. Or if you're single and don't want to get married. Don't give up. Be (laughs) careful
1: about what you say, like, I'll never get married (laughs) again. Because Scarlett had to eat her words. I
2: did, and I'm glad. I'm glad
1: I got married.
2: (laughs) Just pray for the right one. That's right. Don't want the wrong one. No. No,
1: That's right. (laughs) There's some wrong ones out there, by the way. (laughs) What is it Creflo Dollar says? He says he's warned young girls in his church. You better watch that guy. And she goes, Pastor Dollar, he is a member of World Changers Church. And he said, Yeah, he might be the devil. That <laughs> 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 sounds like
2: crap, like-
0: It does. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, well, we just have had a fun time and we want to let you know that we'll uh, be uh, doing another Women of Substance really soon. And if you feel like there's somebody that needs to hear this one be sure and text them or call them and let them know that ruby is amazing Uh, and the things that she said today you can really take to heart and 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 you know be encouraged and blessed by her ministry and of course my husband and we just are so thrilled that you tuned in today and until next time god bless you amen Thank you again for joining us. And I just want to let you know that these Women of Substance podcasts are the first and third Fridays of every month. So we do two a month just to encourage and empower you and inspire you. Tell other people about them when you listen to them and it means something to you. Let some other people know about it because we really want to get the word into women's hearts that they are significant. They're important to God and they can do what he's called them to do. If you would like to donate to Women of Substance Podcast, uh, we appreciate your support because it does cost finances to get these done. And we uh, appreciate any support. Uh, we've had probably about 30,000 listeners, and uh, it's just so exciting to hear People tell me, Scarlett, I, I heard this interview or I heard your teaching on this and it really helped me. It, it brought me to a place of faith when I was struggling or, you know, a situation that um, it, it got me through that situation. So um, if you would like to contribute also, you can do that by going to scarlethorton.com. Also, if you need prayer uh, we would love for you to write prayer requests. We love to pray, and we love to pray for any needs that you have at office at scarlethorton.com. Also, contact us. We have a Grace and Faith magazine that we put out usually once a quarter, and it gives information about Horton Ministries. My husband, David Horton, and I travel overseas a lot. We give reports of where we've been and the many people that have gotten saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, the miracles that God does. And I know that you would love to read that magazine as well. So let us know if you'd like it. And then we want to invite you, if you're in the Tampa Bay area on vacation, or maybe you live down here and you didn't know that there is a Word of Faith, Grace Church called Grace Harvest Church, and it's in Holiday and uh, we would love to have you come. We have services uh, Sunday morning at 10 and Wednesday night at 7. So I know that you would love our church. Then also on our website, we have a lot of faith building resources. David has written some books and I've written a book and a workbook. And then we have some new books coming out very soon. So uh, these resources would help you. And they're uh, scarlethorton.com and you can go on and see those. If you would like to purchase those and then if you would like to book us for an event, any kind of conventions or conferences, we love to minister and travel and preach as well. So uh, we'd love to do that again. If you need prayer, don't hesitate. We know God hears and answers prayer. God bless you.